Welcome to the Divine Healing Podcast. I am your host, Femi the Divine. The purpose of this podcast is to help you facilitate healing through holistic modalities. If you are seeking to radically transform your life through inner healing work, you are in the right place. Please join me as I share tips and tricks that have helped me along my journey to healing. I am here to be your guide and provide help and support as you navigate your own personal journey. Thanks for listening. Let's start the show. Welcome to the Divine Healing Podcast. I'm your host, Femi the Divine, and thank you for tuning in today. If this is your first time listening, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. So guys, I am back after a short vacay. Had a wonderful time, had an opportunity to visit beautiful Antigua with a good friend of mine, and now I am back. Um, Life has been changing very quickly since the last episode, but I am here, I am back, we're on episode number 19, and what I wanted to talk to you all today is about making concessions, and doing what's best for you. By making concessions, I mean coming to accepting something and basically being okay with that. This comes up for me in light of some recent conversation and especially as it relates to disability. If you were one of the folks that I polled about this very topic on my timeline, thank you all for your responses because I was really in a space of feeling like I thought I had some things figured out and then a conversation with somebody sparked me to have some additional thoughts. As we learn and we grow and we evolve in life, The things that we may believe that we need and want are going to change. And I realized that, you know, coming to the point of accepting the fact that I am a disabled person and even being able to use the D word, that took a long time just to accept because I guess I didn't want to be associated with the stigma around that word, you know, and it seemed more like a moniker for what I could not do, not realizing that some things I still can do, but I may need assistance. So changing my perspective on that and that word, but also realizing that at this point in my life, you know, given my past experiences, that there were some things that I have had to make some concessions on due to my health. Without my health, I'm not good to anybody, not even myself. I have nothing else. And the guilt around that, you know, realizing that I could be further along. I could have a better job, a more successful career, whatever that means to you, because success is relative, right? I could have a bigger salary and be making more money. I could have a more prestigious title. But realizing that after the things that I went through with my job previous to the one I have now, as well as other past experiences in corporate life, I realized that career aspiration and upward mobility 
was something that I was no longer interested in. If it meant that it had to happen at the expense of my health. And people may think that that's crazy and that I may be stunting my own growth. I may be stunting my own pockets. Oh, you're too smart to stay in the same position. You're too good to settle to be where you are. And all of that can be true. And I do believe it to be true. But I also had to understand that if I had to choose between a illustrious career, a big fat paycheck, and a fancy title over being able to function in my body, I would pick the latter, right? And that's not crazy. It also caused me to think about and try to wrap my mind around what it means to be successful. And that's going to look different for everybody. To some people, that literally means driving a fancy car, having a big house, having a, you know, a big paycheck or a big salary and a big bank account, you know, making that, you know, illustrious six figures. But also understanding that you can still have a good life without those things. I know society teaches us to strive for this American dream thing. But I think many of us, especially millennials, have learned that sometimes the deck is stacked against you. And what if that's not even really what you want to aspire to? Many of us are childless and are cat or dog moms and plant moms. Because having a family maybe was something that we decided that we weren't interested in. And, you know, it's one of those things where we are groomed to think that, you know, you you do well in school and then you go to college and you get a good job and then you get married and you start a family and you buy the house with the three bedrooms and the two and a half baths and the you have the 2.5 kids with the white picket fence and the dog. But also realizing that while that is a goal for some people, it's okay if that's not your goal too. And I think that it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to go against the grain. And it's okay to stay where you are if that's where you feel comfortable. I think that's something that I have now had to come to accept. Because everything in my life has to take a backseat to my health. I say all of that to say, at the end of the day, always do what's best for you. I know we grew up in a society and we are raised to strive towards certain things and to do things the quote unquote, the right way. But what exactly is the right way? And does that mean that every other way possibly is the wrong way? Two things can be true at the same time, right? Don't get caught up in what everybody else is doing. Don't allow comparison to steal your joy. I have to admit that it has been difficult to see, you know, folks on my timeline posting about the different things that they are achieving and thinking about. There was a point in time where some of those things, not all, I may have been interested in or I may have wanted 
But I had to shift my focus because I live a different kind of life than other people. And everything that I choose to do every single day, I have to make a cost-benefit analysis and determine if it's going to benefit me or not. And if I feel in that situation, and sometimes it's out of fear, sometimes it's out of anxiety, sometimes it's just me weighing pros and cons, that I have more at risk in that situation than I do have to gain, then maybe that's not the opportunity for me. You are entitled to feel however you want to feel about something. And that's okay. If you need to sit with that, sit with that. There are going to be some things in life that we have no control over or that we cannot change. If you're a chronically ill person, you can't change that. Things may get better. Things may get worse. But the whole idea of chronic is it's something that will be ongoing. And in many situations, be with you for the rest of your life. So I say that to say sometimes we have to make concessions when it comes to trying to balance all of our competing priorities in our lives, just so that we can breathe, just so that we can have peace, just so that we can not be stressed out. I know stress is a trigger for me and it will almost always turn into a flare. So I try to keep my stress levels down. And that doesn't mean that I have a stress-free life because none of us do. But learning, you know, ways to mitigate stress or to reduce stress or just try to deal with it in a way that does not become detrimental to your well-being. That's a learning process. But sometimes that's something that we have to do. Maybe you're a mom and you have to make concessions in your life for the sake of, you know, your children. Maybe you're married and you have to make concessions in your life, you know, for the sake of your your family, you and your husband and your household. I had to do that too. But I say that to say, always do what's best for you. There has never been a time where choosing to do what is best for me has turned out badly. And people try to make you feel like, oh, don't, you know, you're being selfish and you should put other people first and blah, 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 blah. Self-preservation is always number one. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you won't be of benefit to not only yourself, but anybody else. For all of the ladies that responded to my question about this earlier today, I saw a lot of the same things in their answers. I saw that, you know, they had to learn to say no to certain things because they realized that one, either they just couldn't do it or two, doing it would be detrimental to their health, to their well-being. So they chose to do without. They chose not to overdo it. They chose not to push themselves. And it takes a big person to be in a place where you can come to realize that, okay, I can't do this. 
Doesn't mean that I don't want to. But I'm making the decision not to. To avoid whatever outcome may possibly come afterward. To other people that may seem like you're living in fear. I know flare fear is something that comes up in the fibro community where it's like you're constantly calculating whether you can do something or not do something, you know, or be able to do it without, you know, now being down for so many days. It's all cost benefit analysis. But I say all of this to say, don't feel guilty for doing what's best for you. Only you know what that is. If you are not sure, take a breather, do some research, talk with some folks, circle back around, be open-minded, listen to other people's opinions if you feel the need to do that. But also understand that just because somebody else thinks something is a good idea, especially when they're offering unsolicited advice, we all hate that, right? Just because it was a good idea for them and it worked for them does not necessarily mean it's a good idea for you or that it'll work for you. And if you decide that that's the case, don't do it. And it's okay to say, That's not what I want to do. If you are the person on the other end, please be compassionate. Please be empathetic. Please listen to their concerns. Please understand or try to understand where they may be coming from. We will never understand what it's like to go through something in life until we experience it for ourselves. My point of reference is from being a chronically ill fibro person. But even with that, while I may be able to address chronic illness and fibro, I can't address, I don't know, lupus or multiple sclerosis. Their journey may be different. Just like I'm married, I was married. Now I'm divorced. I can speak about my experience from both of those places, as well as being single. But if you've never been married, how can you give somebody else marriage advice? So think about what you're speaking on and where the advice is coming from. What's fueling you to even provide said unsolicited advice? And above all, just listen. Sometimes all people want is a listening ear. Maybe they're not looking for solutions at that point. Maybe they're not looking for advice at that point. Maybe they just want someone to listen, someone to vent to, just to get something, you know, off of their chest. I do have to say that in reading those responses, they definitely resonated with me, and there was some sadness in reading them and realizing that, you know, it doesn't sound like these concessions are any concessions that we wanted to make. But there was a decision that had to be made. And at the end of the day, for me, my health will always come first. Over money, over relationships, 
over jobs, over any other thing that I can buy, purchase, or participate in life, my health will always come first. I feel like we all really should be choosing that, but, you know, to each his own. But never feel guilty for choosing yourself. This is the only life you have. So why not make the best of it? I think that's the whole point of making concessions because you make certain decisions to do or not do things, especially as a chronically ill person, so that you can have the best quality of life as possible. So I know that was a brief message. And I just wanted to share it with you all because that was what has been on my mind and on my heart, you know, these past couple of days. But just remember, in a world of differing opinions and, you know, societal pressure, always do what's best for you. So I will leave you all with that. And before I go, I will leave you all with an affirmation, as always. I affirm, I am standing firmly in my choices. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.